Hello, and welcome to Head and Heart, a Keeper of the Lost Cities podcast. My name is Katie, and I'm here with my best friend and co-host, Frankie. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. It is good to be back. Today, we are going to be talking all things the live-action adaptation. Now, we don't have a whole lot of information yet. We don't even know if it's confirmed. But we're going to talk about fan casts, our hopes for what it looks like, all that fun stuff. So, uh, Frankie, do you want to talk a bit about life and update the fans, or listeners, I should say? Fans, like we're famous. <laughs> but the listeners, as to uh, what's been going on in your life and all that? Uh, uh, a lot. <laughs> um, the past, like, two months, I'd say, have just been hit after hit, both financially and, like, well, I got yes. COVID again. I I had COVID about three months ago. I had, and then I got it again about three weeks ago. So uh, that my immune system has taken some hits. Uh, and then along with that, my computer broke down during quarantine. Uh, it was an act of Congress to get a new one. My old one couldn't be fixed without extreme money <laughs> and so yeah no so it just and then wasn't my, worth it she might as it, well get a new one it was one of it those wasn't situations. worth it yeah, yeah uh my car my car broke down about a month and a half ago I had to get and then one of the tires was popped and then it was a lot and then uh among all of that um my dog died who I'd had for 13 years so it's been two months of just not fun but <laughs> my voice is back from COVID. My computer is, I have a new computer now. So things are looking up. We can do podcast episodes again. So it's brighter yeah, so now. That is why, yeah, so that is why we disappeared for a little while. Sorry about that. But we are back full force, excited to record and post new episodes for you guys. We'll be doing it all summer. We're on hiatus with our other podcast until 2023 because we hit the 20 episode mark, which means every single episode we record will be for you guys over here at the Keeper of the Lost Cities podcast. We're super excited. Yay! And yeah! So without further ado, Frankie, do you want to start with your opening thoughts, I guess you could say, in regards to the live action adaptation and your hopes and dreams for it? I'm very hopeful. More hopeful than I usually am before seeing how a platform will take a book series and um, turn it into a show. Mostly because um, Disney Plus has done this with a couple series now. And usually, usually, <laughs> they're, you know, uh, they have done well. So far, I would say the main one that they didn't do well with is Artemis Fowl. Um, oh my but, gosh, yeah. don't even get me started on that. I have a funny story about that, but I'm not going to get into it on here because it's very long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> Go to my blog at Arcadia Ledger and search Artemis Fowl, and I have a post was like, it got like 10,000 notes that explains the whole story, if you're interested in hearing about it's that. Just Long story a, short, I had an old Irish, very Irish friend call me and rant to me for like a straight hour about this film. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, as someone who I read, I think out of the eight Artemis Fowl books, I think I read six. I loved the series. The only reason I didn't read the last two, um, I think I got too busy and I couldn't, I couldn't. And then when I could go back to it, I was a bit older. But no, I read about, I think I read six of the books. 
I loved the series. I loved the characters. And I did not watch the movie. Because I knew as soon as the trailer... Like, I watched the trailer and I was just like, Oh, I can tell. Oh, I can tell this did not translate well. And then I was right. But besides that, Disney Plus has done well with adaptations. Benedict Society. Right, which I also love those books. Those are one of my fave middle grade books, um, book series. So they did really well with that one. And I think Keepers can be adapted better like the Mysterious Benedict Society. Artist Fowl was going to be a very hard one to adapt. Um, yes. Keepers, Just by the nature of the character. Character, the story, the world, it would be very hard to adapt instead of making, like, let's say an animated series. Whereas Keepers, I feel like right. it will be much easier to stick to the actual storyline. It'll be much easier to get the characters across. It'll be like Mysterious Benedict Society, where you actually can go pretty much chapter by chapter, I feel like. Right. They'll have to shorten it a little bit for time constraints and stuff like that, but... You can follow Keeper's formula pretty accurately. Yeah, I agree. I'm really looking forward to this, and I'm very hopeful. I think that it can be translated fairly easily and straightforwardly, faithfully mm. to the screen. And I'm yeah. glad they're doing a live action, because I think seeing this world brought to life, this lavish world brought to life in live action will be very fun. I think yeah. that seeing the characters brought to life live action will be very fun, especially as we've established on this podcast, it's a very character driven fantasy. So that's kind of the root of it to me is the casting, how the casting looks will be the number one thing as to if I want to move forward and watch it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even more so than a trailer, to be honest, does the casting look good? Cause sometimes trailers can be misleading and either they look really good and it ends up being horrible or the trailer doesn't look good and doesn't capture how good the final product is. So for me, casting is key with this. Yeah. By the fact that it's a character driven fantasy. I'm very curious to see a, if it will move forward and B who the beautiful young actress who they cast as Sophie Foster is going to be. And also, especially, and I think it's unavoidable that we talk about the recent <laughs> casting. Yeah. But, which I'm sure if you've read Keeper of the Lost Cities and listened to this podcast, you know exactly what we're talking you about. You have to. I... Even if Who you has didn't read, read Keepers but not Percy Jackson? Even like, if you didn't read world? Percy Jackson, you have to, at this point in pop culture, Percy Jackson has become such a staple that even if you didn't read Percy Jackson, it's kind of like the Hunger Games for older audiences. You right. know about Percy Jackson. <laughs> like, right. you know what is happening. You know there's an adaptation coming out. Like, you're aware of it. Right. I'm very curious to see if Sophie will be cast as a fair-skinned, blonde, brown-eyed girl or if it's going to be race-blind casting. I'm curious. Oh, what was I going to say? The PJO casting, I think a lot of fans um, were hoping, which is what's been happening so far, they were hoping that it would be pretty much kid. the kid roles would be cast by actors who are a little bit more unknown, a little bit... Like, Walker Scoble has been in a few projects who play, will be playing Percy in the PJO project, but a lot of people were hoping they would find fresh faces for the kids and then maybe more Hollywood stars for the gods who played the gods and stuff like that. Right. Like, you know, the head canon that Ryan Reynolds will play uh, Poseidon or Logan Lerman as Poseidon, like that sort of thing. Um, where I kind of hope that's a similar thing 
and keepers is like they find fresh faces for the kids and then if you want like stars you make them grady and edeline you make them alden like you make the stars the adults and then you make like the kids fresh faces like the harry potter kids where you find good actors fresh faces and i just i think that's a great idea i'm gonna need graded to be a plus man candy for the moms who are sitting down watching this with their daughters oh yeah he has to be he has to be doesn't he my fan (laughs) cast is still chris evans i want chris evans as grady my fan cast is still i don't even know the actor's name the guy who played in the hunger games uh who played uh was cashmere or was gloss the brother Whichever one played the twin brother. I can never remember between the two of them, but I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. From the start, I pictured him as Grady because they have the same facial structure. Like in Grady's portrait, the official fan art, they have like the same face. And so I've always seen him as that. I don't think it'll ever happen, but like that's <laughs> who I've always seen Grady as. If it does, if he ends up being cast, I will be very impressed because that <laughs> is pretty obscure to guess. Isn't it? They just, they go the other route. They cast uh, Finnick. What is Finnick's actor's name? I love his actor. Sam Claflin. Oh, Sam, yeah. They cast him as Grady. <laughs> They're like, they go the other direction. Uh. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I'm um, speaking of fan cast. I, too, want, like, I don't even have any for the younger characters because I want them to all be unknowns. Now, right. personally... I really like Sophie's look, and I hope that she's cast to look like she does in the books, especially since we see her so much on the covers. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not going to be mad if they do it race blind and it ends up being a young actress of color, for example, or, you know, just even a white actress who looks right. like who maybe has brown hair or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to be mad about that. It's yeah. just not my preference. Same thing with Annabeth. You know, I... I'm all for race blind casting for characters where their race doesn't matter in the story. And at the end of the day, Sophie Foster's race doesn't really matter in the story. Right. You can still make her look different from everyone else. In as long as she has the than, brown eyes. As, as long, long as she has the brown eyes. Yeah. Exactly. is the important thing, which her being a woman of color would accommodate. Right. Most likely. Um, so... Yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Um, I have similar feelings as to the Annabeth casting. I'm totally against anyone being hateful or racist or anything towards the actress. I think that's awful behavior. I think she's a 13-year-old girl who took a job. But I also think that people are allowed to be upset that it doesn't look like book Annabeth and that doesn't automatically make them racist. That's my view on that. But at the end of the day, I'm glad that they cast based on merit and based on personality above looks because I do think that's more important and I do believe that that's what happened with the Percy Jackson casting it was totally on merit which people have pointed out that Annabeth not being taken seriously as a blonde in the books could translate to her not being taken seriously as a black woman on the show or a black girl I should say she's not an adult yet right (laughs) Um, (laughs) a black girl yeah yeah so that's my feelings on that i'm very curious as to you percy jackson fans out there how you feel about it if you're for the casting if you're not personally a fan at the end of the day i don't believe anyone who listens to us would be hateful or one of those people who's being like racist or spiteful Mm. or anything toward the actress i would hope not but it's also totally okay if you're disappointed i was a little disappointed at first to be totally honest 
we both thought that it would make much more sense for Percy Jackson to be a person of color, given his character description of being tan with black hair. So we were yeah. like, if there's one character that's going to be hard to race swap, it would be Annabeth. So I think it's similar with Sophie Foster. I think the backers could easily be made into a family of color. Um, a Desi family, honestly. If you were going to pick... A Desi family, yes. I would definitely that's pick what Desi. I want. I want an Arab or Desi family. Like, they have, they already, to me, have Desi or Arab features. They yeah. all have dark, like, dark brown hair. They have, like, almost olive skin tones. Like, I don't know. I could absolutely see it for yeah. Fitz and Biana to be Desi Which, characters. The fan art makes them paler than they're described in the books. Yeah, the fan art shows them as, like, like almost as pale as you. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Like, which, if you guys don't know, I am really flipping pale. Katie is fair. Katie I'm is fair. Skinned. Yes. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I have more, like ah, <laughs> a much deeper tan. Yeah, a much. Yeah, I tan. No, literally, you would not. If you, I have black and white photos of us standing up next to each other. You would not think we're the same race. No, I. I in the summer, know. especially in the summer. Yeah, I think it probably goes back to my <laughs> ancestors. Um, we've talked about this before on the podcast. I am Jewish. Um, my father's ancestors, the line, I'm trying to think of how to say this. They were from the line of Jews that did come over from Egypt, I'm pretty sure, way back when. Um, and it must yeah, still be in my you, bloodline a little bit because I yeah, can you're like crazy. You're half- Ashkenazi Jew and you're half Shepherdic Jew. Right. Like literally. Like, so you have middle you have Middle Eastern roots. And I have I tan like I have Middle Eastern roots. Cause you yes. yeah, if you look at us side by side in the summertime, you would not think we are the same race. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, to go back to the Absolutely. Annabeth casting, um, yeah, I totally a hundred percent agree. If anyone is being racist to this thirteen year old girl Leave chat. <laughs> I'm throwing hands. I'm Get throwing out. hands. <laughs> no one come after these children for these roles that they were given portraying characters that you're supposed to love. Don't do that. Um, People I were going after Walker for being blonde. Hair dye exists. <laughs> Literally. Uh, it's in Leah, the argument that she's not going to have blonde hair. I understand it. Like, I was, yes, I was like Katie. I was disappointed a little bit that we weren't going to get blonde Annabeth, but you have to get over it. You have to be like, listen, this is the best person for this role. Rick Riordan himself has said this is the best person for the role that I've seen some of her videos. She looks like she will play a fantastic Annabeth just from the lives she's done. Like, she's got the spirit. So, they can braid blonde into her hair, and if not, she is being portrayed by an African-American girl who, as it has been said by Katie and others, will be able to portray the struggles of a young adult woman like someone who Annabeth's character had to when she was like, I'm just a dumb blonde. A young African-American woman will be able to portray those struggles. So They deal with that and not being seen as smart to an even greater extent than blonde girls, especially nowadays. The whole dumb blonde thing was very much is very much an outdated 2000. early 2000s thing. Right. <laughs> so yeah, no, I 
we both are of the same mindset of you can be disappointed that Annabeth is not how you originally pictured her, but you also have to support the actress. You support um, what they are trying to represent now. And if you're hateful towards a 13-year-old girl, you really need to give yourself a look in the mirror and check your priorities. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a but yeah, uh, Sophie, going back to that to compare again, like you said, all they need to keep with Sophie is the brown eyes. Like, she's That's not one of those characters. She's not one of those characters you have to keep to their original book description. I would argue Keith is the one I would want kept most to his book description. Honestly, in terms of looks that I would like for Sophie, my second thing after a fair-skinned blonde would actually be a beautiful dark-skinned girl. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't really thought of it. Like, I don't know if that's weird, but, like, it's those... Just that stunning, you know what I'm talking about, dark skin look with mm. the black hair and everything. Um, beautiful skin, like I think either way, she has gorgeous skin and these startling mm -hmm. brown eyes, big brown eyes. So those are the two looks that I'm hoping for. Um, if we're not going to get a fair skin blonde or even tan blonde Sophie, mm -hmm. but blonde Sophie, you know what I mean? I really yeah. want a, a dark skin black girl. I think that would suit the character very well. Honestly, the only thing I can't see Sophie as is a redhead. <laughs> I don't know why literally, she doesn't, she no, doesn't feel like a redhead. <laughs> she doesn't think, feel like a redhead at all. That's Edeline's thing. <laughs> that's Dex's, like, poppery redhead thing. thing. Yeah. Keep Dex as a redhead. Like, I want them to keep Dex with, like, a shock of, like, red hair, like, copper red hair. Like, uh, Morella, like, Strawberry Blonde, I think fits her personality so well. But, uh, Can, can yeah. someone edit, edit the Sophie official art to make her a beautiful dark-skinned black girl? Because, and tag me in it on Tumblr, because that would be fantastic and I would really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the ones that are most important to me that keep to their book appearance, I think just keeps appearance... It's so intentional, like, the scruffy, like, shock of pale blonde hair that he keeps yeah. messy intentionally. I want like he keeps to be accurate even more so than Sophie. Right. That's what I, like, Sophie, like we've said, we, like, anything except redhead for Sophie, honestly. But Keith, I would like, I would like Keith to stay book accurate. I would like Dex to stay book accurate. I would say go absolutely the backer should be POC. Like, yes. I think if you're going to take it would flat one, out be a ridiculous missed opportunity if the Vackers weren't a POC family. I think an Arab or Desi family is calling their name. <laughs> the book descriptions. <laughs> if you Literally. read the book descriptions, they are they are they don't feel white to me. They never no. have. Um, yeah, no, I. And having them be this important elite family in this elf world and be people of color would just be really cool and really important, I think. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm sad can't play um, the part of Emery? I've said this before in this podcast. I see him as Kingsley Shacklebolt from Harry Potter in my head. But he's too. I think he's too old now. I think that actor would be too old. But yeah. that is who I picture Emery as because they have the same features. They have the same skin color. Uh but yeah. 
I think the council is going to be where we get big name talent in there. I think like you were describing with uh, Percy Jackson with the gods. Mm-hmm. I think that the council is going to be where we get some big name talent. Like, oh goodness, um, what's her name? Um, is it Claudette? Counselor Claudette or Cl- not mm-hmm. Claudia? I think it is. I think it Prince. is Claudette. <laughs> Um, she's drawn as this beautiful East Asian woman and having like Sandra Oh or someone like that you know Mm. play her you know what I mean like would be awesome a big name talent Um, I think Michelle Yeoh is a little old but yeah or even Gemma Chan I freaking love Gemma Chan Mm -hmm. like would be perfect for that the thing with this casting they're gonna have to find actors who are between for the adults are gonna have to find actors who are between the ages of 20 and like 35 and like or 20 and 40 because the elves are all described as looking like they're no older than like 20 30s max right so they're, they're gonna all have in their to, prime they're all right. in their prime <laughs> so even if like even if you did have someone who looked in their prime at age 50 i still don't know if it would work because the elves are specifically said to look like in, they're in their early 30s like well, the adult that's why elves. I think Gemma Chan would be so perfect as Claudette because she looks mm-hmm. young. She's beautiful. She's stunning. She has a, you know, how the elves are described in the books as being beautiful. She has that look to her, but mm-hmm. she has this wisdom to her as well. Her eyes look older than the rest of her. And that's the look that you're going for with these elves. Yeah. You know what would be funny? I know this won't happen because Leah Jeffries has been signed as Annabeth, but she actually could have been a great Maruka. <laughs> uh, she could have been. Yeah, she's got the Maruka's yeah. like, face shape from the portraits that we see of Maruka. Yeah. Like, she's got the face shape. I can uh, see her with the blue woven into her hair, the streak of blue that Maruka has. Yeah. With so, the braids, specifically. Yeah, specifically with her braids. Right. But yeah. I'm very so, curious as to if she's going to have braids or loose curls as Annabeth. Just saying. I, I'm very curious. I like the idea of blonde braids. I, I love it. I The fan art. Fan artists have been going off. Props to the oh PGO fan art. They have been going off. Oh, they're <laughs> making it gorgeous. Like with all three of them together and they're. It, and they're keeping to the characters and the fan art. They've been gorgeous. But I love the fan arts where she has blonde braids. I think it looks great with her skin tone. Of course, if she doesn't want to do this, again, she is 13. It's a little different when you have older actors and you want to change their hairstyles. That's a bit different. Right. But when it when it is kids, you should be respectful I don't, a little bit of what they I, want. I want it to be her decision. I don't want her to feel pressured to bleach her hair. Same. Oh, I hope she doesn't bleach her hair. If any, like, like I hope she would do the blonde braids, the blonde, um, I don't, I'm not an African-American woman. I do not know African-American hair care, um, but I know that they can braid it into their actual hair without having to right. bleach it, I believe. Yeah. Right. So, um, I hope it would be, I absolutely want it to be her decision. If it isn't, then I hope they don't do it. Same with Walker Scobell. But Walker Scobell is such a huge fan that I feel like he's going to be like, give me the Percy Jackson Raven black hair. <laughs> like, like, give me the black hair. Um, I think he's going to. I'm not so sure about her. And that's okay. Right. That's okay. <laughs> right. Like, we can hope for it, but if she doesn't do it, 
again, no one get on these 13-year-old cases. No one yeah, do it. <laughs> exactly. I made a post saying, can we all agree to support the kiddos? I call them the kiddos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even though I'm only 22. Uh, even though I'm only 21, almost 22. I skipped in my sentence there. <laughs> um, you know, I call them the kiddos. They, we should all agree to support them whether or not they dye their hair. Period. Yeah. That and just runs across all platforms. For any, like, for me, the Sophie casting, if my headcanon or wish comes true and she is a dark-skinned black girl, I actually don't want her to dye her hair blonde. I just want I don't either. black. I because want her there's to keep a, her natural black hair. Because like Sophie's hair... Sophie's hair isn't the iconic thing about her look. It's her eyes. Whereas no, Annabeth, it's her eyes. Exactly. Whereas Annabeth's iconic thing was, like, the crazy blonde princess curls. That was Annabeth's thing, which is why it was so many people were like, oh, she could put braids in her hair and blah, blah, blah. But for Sophie, the hair does not matter. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, but so who are some of your, I know we've talked a little bit about fan cast, but like who are some of your, besides Chris Evans, like do you have any that you really are thinking about? Uh, only I, Gemma Chan as that one counselor. Um, I really Orlai like there's so many actresses oh, who could play Orlai. Do you think Bla Blake Lively would be be such a good Orlai? But I they would, think so too. I like that. They would never get her. I don't think they would ever get her. But um, <laughs> she would be an amazing Orlai. Are you looking it up right now? I'm looking up the list of counselors. I've already said who I want Emery to be. I know it won't happen, but that's who I picture him as. Keith to everyone. Oh, what was the actor's name? He was a fa he was big back in the early two thousands. I imagine Keith as Alex Pettifer. I think his name was Young Alex young Pettifer. Young Alex Pettifer. Yes, like we both agreed like, on this when he was fourteen. It's exact. That is exactly how I picture Keith. I hope they find someone with that type of energy, that look, because that is exactly how I picture Keith. I picture. Uh, fit as ej from high school musical the musical series but with like a bit of a darker skin tone but yeah oh okay counselor velia is the east asian okay counselor and then counselor claret it's cl not claudette it's claret is Claret. indian who i can actually this is so weird not acting wise but visually i can see as being lily singh <laughs> counselor alina um, she is, she looks Desi herself, or I don't think she, she's definitely not white. She has brown skin, she has dark brown hair, fuller lips. I, I'm looking at pictures of her right now. Counselor Alina is not white and should not be played by a white person. I would definitely say, ooh, who's a good actress to play Alina? Oh, I'm looking at fan art and looking at pictures. Yeah, no, she looks like... A dark-skinned, maybe Southeast Asian woman. Yeah. Actually, with her eyes and lip shape. Or just a mixed woman. She should be played by a mixed woman. Yeah, she should. Who would that... I'm trying to think I would love to I see would... Kenrick be played by, like, an Irish or Scottish actor. Yeah! <laughs> My baby uh, Kenrick. Emery, I could actually see as David Diggs with dreads. Oh, I could see that. Mm -hmm. I really like that. <laughs> Tam and Lynn, I hope, are played by... <laughs> they're described as K-pop stars. I hope they... <laughs> I hope that is how the casting 
call is announced for them, we want <laughs> like well, K-pop they, star lookalike. Are they Korean or are they Chinese? Sophie describes them like twice as looking like K-pop stars. I don't know I, if their features are described more as Chinese. Because their real last name is Tong. Yeah, you're right. But I think... Oh, Which is that, Chinese. Yes, it is. But she described... So maybe she was just generalizing and was like, That's oh, they're really K-pop stars. really hard because Song is Korean and it looks, and she describes them as looking like K-pop stars, but their real last name is Chinese. So that's really hard. Huh, I'm oh, gonna- but you know what? The background of their family portrait looks like Chinese architecture. Okay. Okay, yeah. Well, either so way- So I think they're Chinese, but even like- Young sea drama stars. Mm, yeah. I just hope they keep that vibe because I love the yeah. fact that that's like a, a canon, uh, <laughs> distinguishable thing about them that it's just, oh, they look like literal K pop stars. <laughs> yeah. And if Gemma Chan, I just, I love Gemma Chan, if you can't tell. I think she's fantastic. I loved her in Crazy Rich Asians. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that. She should play the song Mother. I forget her first name if she isn't a counselor. I think it's May. I can't remember the mother's name. I'm not going to look it up, but yeah. Um, (laughs) No, there's so much opportunity for the counselors to be bigger name stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Edeline. Oh, I don't even know where I would start with Edeline. Edeline's just like a. Eline and Della. Della has to be like almost or even, Priyanka Chopra. You know, if you want to get some, if you want to get some body diversity in there and show all body types is beautiful for Counselor Claudette or uh, is it Claudette? No, it's not Claudette. It's Claret. Sorry, I keep mixing it up. But for Counselor Claret, get Mindy Kaling in there. She did a wrinkle mm-hmm. in time. I think she would be willing to do this. Get Mindy Kaling yeah. in there. I want, for Della, I want counselor counselor Claret looks specifically Indian, so mm-hmm. I want her to be played by someone with Indian heritage or Desi heritage. Mm-hmm. She can be Nepali or something like that. Right? But. No, um, Della herself, you almost have to get like a Priyanka Chopra type actress. Yeah, because she's Della is described as like almost she's described as the most gorgeous woman in these books. Like she's just described as completely stunning. All the time. And badass. And badass. Right. That's why I was like, Priyanka <laughs> Chopra. <laughs> but what are I we really hoping... like that idea. I, I, you have to find someone like that for Della. And then Clearly, also we just a want bit. a lot of Desi representation in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Stina that can be played by a Jewish girl. For. Stina should be played so, by a Jewish girl. I have made posts about Stina being Jewish. I headcanon her as Jewish. She should absolutely, with those curls, be played by a Jewish girl. And I want her yes. to have a distinct Hebraic nose. Yes, I, I give it give me Jewish representation. Please. <laughs> give me Jewish representation. <laughs> I don't care that she's the bad guy in the first she would be the bad guy in the first season. Just give Jewish representation. <laughs> uh but yeah, uh what are you oh, how are you hoping they format this? Like, how many episodes are you hoping? That is a like, fantastic question. 
that I think we should answer after we log off and come back on. <laughs> Guys, Zoom is <laughs> Zoom is killing us. It Zoom is killing, is killing us. us. So, long story short, there's a new 40 minute limit. By the time we get recording, we only have like half an hour or just over before it runs out. So we need to log off, go back on again, and then I have to edit that. It is such a pain in the butt. Mm-hmm. So we are going <sighs> to do that and then come back on quickly. See you guys in another two minutes. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We're back. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> it's only been a second. It's been no time for you guys, but it's been a minute or two for us. So to answer your question, Frankie, to answer your question, I would like to see either like 20 episode, a 20 episode season per book with a week-to-week release on Disney+. Plus, I think that could work similar to how I want Percy Jackson to be, actually. Um, or I would like to see 10-hour-long episodes, like, longer episodes. Right. Like, I was going to say, for the first Keeper books, you could get away with doing it similar to Percy Jackson, because Percy Jackson and the first Keeper books, similar length. I don't even think you need 20 for Percy Jackson. I think you could honestly get away with like 12 for Percy Jackson. And I would think for Keepers, you could do the same thing, like 12 to 15 episodes. And I think it would be almost, I don't know if I want 20 episodes. I don't know if that would drag it out too much. Because then that's almost, for Percy Jackson especially, that would be doing like an episode per chapter almost. So I don't know if I want that. I'm envisioning 20 for if it's going to be 20 episodes for Percy Jackson, I want a 20-something minute episode per chapter. Not okay, 45 yeah, yeah, yeah. minute episodes. Yeah, then, then if it's, yes, I if agree it's with 45 that. 45 to an hour long episodes, I want it to be 10. I'm almost hoping it's like 45 minute episodes and it's like 12 episodes. I think yeah. that would work well. Like, Yeah. Okay, we either want 20... 20 minute episodes, 12 45 minute episodes, or 10 hour long episodes. Right. Like, that's the formatting. I wouldn't go the 10 episode route for this. That's the one I really wouldn't want to go. Like, an hour long episode for 10 episodes. That's what I wouldn't want, I think. I, I think I would want, want it to feel like older serialized television and have the 20 episode season that are shorter episodes. Like, I love Keeping Up with the Owl House and Amphibia, which just ended here. Yeah, but those are animated. Yeah, I know they're animated, but still, like, the live-action shows on Disney Channel, but, like, a serious fantasy. I think that's why I'm almost hoping it's 45 minutes and then, like, 12 to 15 episodes. Just because that's harder to translate nowadays if it's not animated. Like, the 20-minute episodes almost get brushed by if you're doing it that way nowadays. Oh, I don't and it's think not so. for like a kid show, like quote unquote kid show, and it's not animated. I don't know. I don't know if it would be brushed over. Maybe I'm just used to short episodes since I keep up with like the Owl House and Amphibia mm-hmm. and everything, which had up until the end 11 minute episodes. Um, Amphibia did. Each episode mm-hmm. was two 11 minute segments in an episode. So each episode like individual story was really 11 minutes mm-hmm. that I like that format and I think it works for family friendly middle grade age range stuff 
Yeah. But I also see your point about the 45-minute episode being a sweet spot in the middle. I think an hour is honestly too long. It's I think you'll lose kids' attention. I think that's more for adult stuff. I think I'm basing this off chapter blocking, too. I'm trying to block, like, the chapters in my head and where it would fit in these books. In the formatting of the books, I, I don't... They can't do an hour long. It has to be the 20-minute sections or it has to be the 45 minute sections honestly going off of the first episode and where they decide to leave it off they decide to leave it off with Fitz bringing her to um the elf world for the first time I think that'd be a 20 minute episode if it ends off with like after she goes back home and then Alden and then all that it would have to be like a 45 minute episode honestly I have my issues with Rick Ryden with the quality of his stories after the original Percy Jackson series after Blood of Olympus. I have my issues with him, but at the end of the day, I trust him with the original Percy Jackson series, and I trust that he'll guide the show properly and decide the best thing, the best format for the show. I, yeah, we we differ a little bit on that opinion. Like, Blood of Olympus, I don't talk about. <laughs> Blood of Olympus physically pains me um just because it it wasn't his best work and I think most people will agree that it just was not his best work but I love PJO I love four out of five of the HOO books I love the King Chronicles even though there were problematic issues in the King Chronicles and I love the Magnus Chase series even though there were also issues in the Magnus Chase series I haven't read Magnus Chase yet because I got turned off and I wanted to put some time and space in between it before I continued to read Rick Riordan. But I loved mm-hmm. Daughter of the Deep. I read his new book, Daughter of the Deep, and I loved it. So I think he's back on his game, honestly. I think he hit a little bump there, to be honest, but I think he's back on his game. But like I said, I really trust him with the original Percy Jackson series. So I think he'll guide them true. And I hope that... Um like Rick Reardon has, has we say his na- last name differently you say Riordan I say Reardon but whatever that's not important that's just I just it's not to brag but I say it correctly it's on his website <laughs> it is because I knew someone yeah. who also had a similar last name and they were like oh it's Reardon because the I and O make the ear sound and I was like okay whatever so that's how I've said it forever no. but whatever the way that's he not says important it, my point Riordan is like fireman Okay, because um, my point is, uh, I hope that when they do this, they give the author of Keepers, what is her name? I'm blanking. Shannon Messenger. Shannon Messenger. I hope they give her similar access like they did to Rick. Like, I hope they do that because he has had a lot of input and you can tell he's had a lot of input and I hope they do that with Shannon Messenger so that she is involved in casting and she is involved in script writing and storytelling like uncle rick wrote the script (laughs) he wrote we know he has been script writing for this show i hope they give her something like that maybe not actual script writing but i hope they get her as involved as possible if this goes forward and they make this so that it feels like the story it feels as true to the story as it can be a hundred percent back that up a hundred percent i really hope that she's involved if we get a cameo maybe she'll she can cameo as um one of sophie's human neighbors or the teacher or something i love when authors do cameos and stuff like that (laughs) i don't know if she'd be down for that though she's a pretty private person oh yeah 
That makes sense. I hope Uncle like, she Rick She doesn't is... even run her own social media. She has an assistant that runs her social media. Uh, okay. Yeah. I saw someone say they want, they don't want Logan Lerman to be Poseidon. They want Logan Lerman to be, like, just the, an obscure character, like the elevator guy at the end of the first season who's just like, yeah, you can take the elevator to Olympus or stuff like that. <laughs> like, uh, I love cameos like that. It's great. I but I also am head of the Logan Lerman Poseidon team, so I don't, so. <laughs> I, too, want Logan Lerman as Poseidon. I think he has a fantastic look now to transcend perfection go from demigod to god (laughs) and the whole fandom loves logan lerman logan lerman was never the problem (laughs) no he was never the problem (laughs) and he looks like walker scobell they have a similar face shape they have similar hair just make it happen if logan lerman was younger he would have been a perfect cast for percy but yeah what else i'm trying to think of uh i think we've covered most of it I can't think. Do you have any other thoughts? I think we've covered most of it, too. Those are all the fan casts I have. Oh, how do we want them to... How do we want them to handle, like, the love triangle? <laughs> the oh. relationship dynamics? Oh. Okay, uh, listen. <laughs> I hope they stick true to the books. I hope they stick true to the books. Completely. I want there to be tension. I want to see Sophie and Fitz date and it not work out. And I want Keith Endgame. I want it to follow exactly like the books are going to go. Yes, and I want, I don't want it to be, we talked about hy- hypersexualization um, in our last Avatar video, and in the similar way here, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be Riverdale. Like, I don't want it to be Sophie, like, <laughs> dating Fitz immediately, and like, oh, everyone is, like, going out with everyone, and like, everyone has to put their arm around every, like, just... Keep it to the books when it comes to the romance. Like, keep Dex's cute crush on Sophie. Keep her cute crush on Fitz. Show the developing feelings with Keith. The genuine developing feelings. Like, keep it to the books. Do not turn this into, like, a love triangle mishmash of angst from the beginning. Keep it cute (laughs) until book six. Keep it cute is the slogan here. For their ages especially. Yes. For their young teenage ages, keep it cute. But yeah. Now I think we've covered everything. (laughs) Now I think we have. Agreed. Uh, So that is all we have for you guys today. Let us know. Are you excited about the live action adaptation? Do you hope it moves forward? Or do you, would you prefer an animated one? I'm, I'm all for live action for this series in particular. I maybe would have preferred an animated Percy Jackson, but this I think is suited to live action. Yeah. Let us know. And without further ado, happy so keep shipping. Happy so keep shipping, guys. Bye.